0: Welcome to a Healthy Push Podcast. I'm Shannon Jackson, former anxiety sufferer turned adventure mom and anxiety recovery coach. I struggled with anxiety, panic disorder, and agoraphobia for 15 years, and now I help people to push past the stuff that I used to struggle with. Each week, I'll be sharing real and honest conversations along with actionable and practical steps that you can take to help you push past your anxious thoughts, the symptoms, panic, and fears. Welcome. You're right where you're meant to be. All right, I'm gonna assume that you hit play on this episode because you're like, yes, I cannot stand being warm. I cannot stand being hot. It causes me to feel really anxious. And so if this is you, I'm glad that you hit play. If you're like, I don't know, I'm just kind of curious, you will get so much out of this episode, even if this isn't something that you specifically struggle with. So for me, I have always been really sensitive to heat. Like I don't know what it is, I don't know if it's because I live in Maine, and we don't get a whole lot of hot weather. Like there are a couple months out of the year in the summer where it does get hot sometimes and it gets pretty humid. And so I'm sure this is why I'm a little bit more sensitive to heat. And I remember as a kid, sometimes just playing outside, I would feel like, nope, I am too hot. I just want to go in. And I'm sure this is pretty common, right? But around the time I was probably six or seven, me and my family were at a campground, and we were just playing. I'm sure a little bit in the water and a mixture of things, and I passed out. And I'm sure this was me getting heat stroke. I'm sure I was not hydrated enough. And I remember it being such a scene. Like they called the ambulance, and I remember coming to, and it just really freaking me out. And of course it did, because I was a little kid and I passed out, and like just obviously waking up, coming to, and having people stand around you and having it be a big commotion was pretty scary. And maybe for you, you've had something similar like this happen to you, but you might be like, no, Shannon, I just don't like being warm. I don't like being hot because it makes me feel a whole lot of feelings. And these feelings for you might look like feeling woozy or dizzy or lightheaded, or maybe it makes your heart race or your mind race. Or maybe it's that simple like when the fight or flight feeling kicks in, I often feel this whoosh of feeling really hot And you might already know this, but I always just like to simplify things. You likely really hate being hot because it mimics symptoms of anxiety. Like the symptoms that you often feel when you feel really anxious or when you're having a panic attack is very similar to the feelings that you can feel when you're hot. And so it makes sense. You likely don't like feeling warm or hot because it makes you feel how you do when you feel anxious. And I want you to know that this is something really common. Like many, many people struggle with feeling warm and feeling hot and it being really triggering. But of course, when I started struggling with anxiety and panic, I didn't know this. I literally thought I was crazy. I thought that I was alone. I thought that nobody else struggled with feeling warm and hot. I just thought... What the heck is wrong with me? Like, Why do I just go into panic mode when I feel really warm and hot? And I want to tell you a little story because I still remember this to this day. And this was like, gosh, I don't know, 15 years ago. But it was just such a good instance of me being able to connect the dots of I wasn't alone and this was something that wasn't actually crazy. So I was at work and I worked in healthcare at the time and i was in a meeting with one of my bosses and she was like a senior vp so she held a really like you know a higher level position and we were in this meeting with a couple of other higher level administrators and i remember looking at her and thinking there's something going on with her right now. Like she just did not look herself and she started to get really red and all of a sudden she just stood up and she was like, I'm sorry guys, I've got to open the door. I'm super hot and when I get really hot, it just makes me really anxious. And she walked back to her desk and just sat down. She opened the door, like walked back to her desk, sat down and we continued on with the meeting. And I was just like, what? Like, I could not believe that she just told everyone in this room how she was feeling and that she felt anxious. And I was just like, oh my gosh. Like, I, on the other hand, if I felt really hot, and I often would feel really hot, like especially at work, on public transportation, like this wasn't just an outside thing. Like, I didn't just feel the discomfort being outside, being in the warm weather. It was like inside, any time of year, it didn't matter. And it was just so crazy to me that she just got up and was like, yeah, I am just not feeling so good. She opened the door, we continued on with the meeting, and I just felt like I could breathe. Because I was the opposite, right? I would sit in that meeting and I would torture myself and I would be like, Shannon, oh my gosh, you feel so hot. Like, you feel dizzy. What if you pass out? Like, what if something really bad happens? You cannot leave the room. Like, people cannot know what's going on. I would spiral. And to see somebody just say, I feel really hot. It makes me anxious. And just to put it out there and like to take action to do something about it that made her feel a little bit more comfortable, it felt so freeing. But the most freeing part was knowing I wasn't alone and this was something that other people experienced. And so I really just want you to recognize and to know you're not alone and you're not crazy and it makes sense why you don't like being hot. Whether you have a specific situation like me, right, where you may have passed out, you may have gotten heat stroke or it might be that you just have had panic attacks you felt really anxious and you don't like how that makes you feel and all the symptoms are really similar or maybe for you too it's a mixture of all of this so yeah when i began experiencing a whole lot of anxiety and panic attacks whenever i felt hot i'd freak out like i would tell myself i cannot feel hot because then i'm going to feel dizzy i'm going to feel lightheaded my heart's going to pound like and i'm probably going to pass out and I don't think that this fear of me passing out was really centered around the experience as a kid. I think it was more just centered around, I don't want to pass out. Like that sounds really horrible. and it that is like me not having control, right? And I don't want something like that to happen and also factor in like the embarrassment, right? I don't want any of that to happen. And so I started to find myself like really trying to avoid being warm. Like I wouldn't go certain places, I wouldn't do certain things, like if I knew this could be an issue, like I could get really hot and overheated, no. No thank you, I'm just gonna pass on it. And it all really did center around this. I don't want to feel that uncomfortable, and I especially don't want to pass out. And if this is something for you that like You're really stuck on. I don't want to be dizzy. I don't want my heart to pound. I don't want to pass out. You know, specifically passing out, I just want to call out because it's really important. Passing out during anxious moments or the fight or flight is super unlikely because when the fight or flight kicks in, your heart rate increases and when you pass out, your heart rate decreases. And so it's so, so unlikely that's going to happen and oftentimes what we're trying to prevent, right, these things that we see as being worst case scenarios, they're not actually the worst case scenario. Like sure, you have a really big fear of passing out, But that's ultimately not what you're trying to prevent. What you're really trying to prevent is yourself from feeling really uncomfortable. And feeling anxious and having panic attacks is really, really uncomfortable. So you're scared of your feelings. And it makes sense, especially when you're struggling with disordered anxiety and panic and agoraphobia. But it's important to note right, that feelings are just feelings. And with disordered anxiety and panic, they often don't mean anything. Like we always jump down those rabbit holes of like, oh my gosh, I'm feeling so it must mean something. It means I have to do something. It means I have to fix it. It means I have to stop myself from feeling. And it's those things that create the problems. They create more feelings. The doing creates more feelings. The trying to problem solve, all those things. It's not the feelings that are actually the problem. It's the stories that you're telling yourself about how you're feeling. It's your actions and behaviors of how you're actually responding to your feelings. So it's okay to be aware and sensitive of how you feel, right? Like I feel really uncomfortable when I'm hot. Like It's okay to be sensitive about how you feel, but you don't have to respond to your feelings in the way that you currently are, right? Where you might be avoiding places and situations in which you might feel hot. You might be taking all the water bottles, all the snacks, all the things with you to try to make sure that you don't get too hot or to try to make sure that you don't feel dizzy or lightheaded or any of those things. Like We often put so much emphasis on how we're feeling which just causes us to feel even more. So I always say it's really important to let yourself just be with your feelings. To allow the uncomfortable feelings in without going down the rabbit holes of answering the what ifs and trying to do something about the discomfort and really just letting yourself be with it. And I know it's not easy, it's actually quite hard and it feels uncomfortable, it often brings out even more discomfort. But it's really important that you acknowledge the feelings, the discomfort that you're feeling doesn't equal danger. You can let the feelings in and it doesn't mean that the worst case scenarios are going to happen. Because remember, the worst case scenario is you feeling really uncomfortable. And you have felt that so many times before and you can handle it. You don't want to, of course. You don't want to. Like No human is just like, yeah, hey, sign me up for feeling super uncomfortable. No, of course. we Our normal human response is to pull away, is to not feel, is to try to do something about it. And that's why so much of the recovery journey is hard because you have to learn how to have a healthier response to that. When that really kicks in that I've got to do something about it, i got to make myself not feel this way, it's really about slowing down. And like really taking a look at your reality and trying to pull back from doing. And no, it's not going to be easy, but that pulling back from doing is going to actually let your brain know we aren't in any danger. We can come back down to the state of calm. We can feel this way. We can handle the feelings and we can continue on with what we are doing. So I want to encourage you today to take a small step. And whether you struggle with being hot and feeling super anxious or not, these things will be helpful for you. So I want you to, instead of avoiding, right? Instead of avoiding feeling, feeling maybe your heart pounding, feeling hot, feeling sweaty, feeling dizzy, lightheaded, all these things, I want you to do something that you know might be a little bit uncomfortable for you. Whether it's going outside and taking a walk or going somewhere where you know you're going to experience a little bit of feeling hot and actually allow yourself to become aware of how you're responding when you start to feel. You have to be aware of how you're feeling so that you can change how you're responding to your feelings. So just being aware of when you start to feel your heart pounding and when you start to feel sweaty and hot, how are you responding? And then actually work on allowing yourself to feel what you're feeling. Like what I talked about, trying not to push it away, right? trying to actually allow yourself to feel and paying attention to those stories that you're telling yourself and really letting yourself see that you are capable of handling the feelings. And also pay attention to your actions and behaviors. Like Maybe you don't always need to take that water bottle with you. Maybe you don't need to carry around all the snacks and all the things to make sure you don't feel uncomfortable. Like, of course, I always want you to be smart and safe and I want you to be hydrated, but you don't have to overdo it, right? You don't have to constantly make sure that you're okay and that you've had enough to drink and that you've had enough to eat and that you're never going to feel feelings of discomfort. You really need to show yourself with your behaviors and with your actions that you can feel a little bit uncomfortable and you can handle it. So if what I've shared in this episode has resonated with you and it's been really helpful, I would love it if you can think of somebody that who also could benefit from hearing this episode, if you would share it with them. And also, if you haven't yet taken a minute to rate and review my podcast, I would really appreciate it if you could do that. I read every single review and it's just a really helpful way for people to come across my podcast and for them to get the support that they also need. So until next time, my friend, keep taking healthy action. I hope you enjoyed this episode of A Healthy Push. If you want more, head on over to ahealthypush.com for the show notes and lots more tips, tools, and inspiration that will support your recovery. And if you're hoping for me to cover a certain topic, be sure to join my Instagram community at a Healthy Push and let me know in the comments what you want to hear next.